This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it as we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Yes, your stuff, our stuff, everyone's stuff. That's what Bogart Here's the stuff, there's the stuff. Everywhere's stuff, but Bogart's on assignment. Glenn is lending his ability. He's making us smarter today. Glenn from Glory Days, by the first time and only time you hear it, he's from Glory Days in this show. No, not true. But we have a great show today. Now, it's a call-in show. So I'm give the numbers, but then Glenn will be able to talk in a minute. It's 416. 416- Three six zero zero seven four zero. Can you say it a little slower so people can actually understand it and take the number down? Eight six six. Out of town, all those beautiful people out of town. Eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. Slow down. We've got an hour. Relax. We always run out of show before we run out of stuff to say. But the show could run twenty four hours a day, and you'd still be talking. It ain't. This is why, for the people who think I don't prepare for this show, I did yeah. prepare this week. Well, you have a piece of paper in front of you, but it's blank. It ain't the things that we do not know that cause us the trouble. It's the things that we do know that ain't so that's the problem. I'm going to think about that first. Okay. That's confusing. On this show, we're going to tell you we're going to be smarter. We're going to tell you the things that are so. And you are going to be smarter at the end of the show. I know Glenn will be smarter, and I'm hoping I'm a little bit smarter. But it's a call-in show about items. Now, and it's going, we're going to be talking about our store open, uh, cheap CDs, um, exclusive listings, auctions, gold, 1921. We're going to bring you back to 1921 today. Okay, Glenn, hit it. Okay, now I'll give you the numbers in a very rational, slow pace so people have time to take them down. If you're in Toronto or local 416, call us at 416. Three six zero zero seven four zero. Out of town. One eight six seven four zero four seven four zero. We're on seven forty AM ninety six point seven FM and live stream zoomerradio.ca and of course all our podcasts are there. You can hear the beautiful the Newfoundland boat issue. There's all kinds of oh, yeah. uh, subjects on there. Very strange. I give them good topics at the end of the week. They pick the oddest thing we talk about, and that's what they call the whole uh the whole show. Yeah. Exactly. So if we talk about something weird today, the show will be named after you. But it ain't the thing that ain't so. Oh, yeah, okay. okay, you can say this all day. Why don't you get an accent while you do that? Anyways, things we're interested in. Sports items, cards, equipment, programs, photos. Sports is still very strong. You've probably heard sports cards. Most of them did peak probably in March, but they're still much bigger than they were two years ago. And there's the odd card, like we've had a Brady card offered to us this week. And some people are speculating that Brady may go up in value further from retiring. That's typically not the case. Why would he go up in value? He's not playing anymore. People think he's more in the public conscience. I don't know. I mean, it's different than autographs when a guy dies, because that cuts supply. That cuts supply. So I think, too, just cards. 
which it doesn't make sense. No. But. You know how many people call me tickets this week? Ah, uh, they say, great, Paul, we know everything about tickets we yes, didn't know. Yes, we do. Know. I know every single thing. I know. Why but didn't they, you call me for advice on it? Because they said, we learned everything about tickets last week. He said, Paul, that was a very interesting show, but we got no tickets. Go on. Oh, I'm going to talk all about tickets this week. Anyway, no, we're not. So, yes, music, rock, posters, vinyl, autographs, tickets, all kinds of stuff. Gold, silver, coins, paper currency, vintage toys, vintage comics, watches, old jewelry, clocks photography equipment, all kinds of oddball stuff. I mean, you, a lot of those items aren't worth a lot, but you never know when you hit the one. And it'll probably be in the same drawer, and there's 10 of them, and one's worth 1000 and the rest are worth $10. That's just the way it works. Vintage purses, other women's accessories, circus, carnival, arcade items, amusement park items, obviously old video games, old computers, vintage china dishes, tea services, world Alt, and other figurines. I got some sports figures this week that were... Um, China, old ones, made usually in Japan, of football players. So the head goes up and down on a spring? No, there are some that have the bobblehead like that, but yeah. these were just pure China, and they're actually not attractive at all, but they go for like 150 to $200. Are they China or chalkware? I don't know. I'm not <laughs> uh -huh. But they're painted, they're hand-painted to the colors of the team, and there's one, I think, with a guy sort of running, and then the other one's like a lineman bent over, but... Uh, we sold a uh, Minnesota Vikings a week ago for like 150 and I saw a British Columbia Lions one that sold on eBay for $200. So they're out there. Yeah. And I guess because you could paint your team colors, you know, or order them. You know them why they're hand-painted? And even the old stuff, a lot of people say to us, oh, it's hand-painted. Yeah. And I say, do you know why it was no. hand-painted in 1939? Because it was cheaper to hire someone to do it right. than to buy the decals. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So that's, okay, go with that's that. That's so we're also interested in Hollywood, political, military memorabilia, old maps, books, documents, calendars, vintage photographs, uh, vintage beer, wine, bottles, trains, blah, 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 automobile collectibles. And cars are, we watched the Bear Jackson auction this week. Cars seem to be hitting record prices, but so is automobile collectibles. Arts, prints, vintage hunting, fishing, other outdoor things, autographs of all kinds of garden homes. Go ahead. Yeah, I wonder what happened to that lady has a 1959 Monarch. Monarch. But she never got back to us. I said, yes, we can do this. A we butterfly or a car? No, it's a car. Actually, and uh, another person had a 1973 Coronet. Yeah, I bought that. Oh. I'm driving that. It's in your driveway right now. No, you never drive them in the winter. Please, you wouldn't get here. They had no, they had no weight in them. They're just you know, slipping not them heavy. They are not a winter car. For sure. So our show... Like your convertible is sitting in the driveway. Yeah, no, like that, that should be protected in the garage. I know, there's too much stuff in the garage. Like everyone else's garage in Canada, we use our cars out in the driveway. Yeah, I that have a garage there. I can't, or I'm not doing You can not have one here. No, no, no. Right. So our store, we have moved. i got to say this. We have moved. Yeah. Our store is open now. COVID. What? Blippin' history. Yeah, yeah, we're open. We're open. But you still have to make an appointment. You have to call down. Now, here's get your pen, get your piece of paper. Make sure they both work. 905-737. Four six five three. We have the largest selection of silver plate in Canada. We just got a selection. Just got a nice set. You know the Royal Albert um, Centennial Rose put out for one oh, year, nineteen sixty. Yeah, I love that. That's what I use. I had breakfast on that this morning. And we have a large collection of cheap CDs. We have to move out. Yeah, and I played those this morning. Anything else you got to talk about? We got callers here. I know. Yeah. Okay. Give your address. Tell no. people. We're back going. to doing house calls. We're going to be talking about our stuff in this show. We're all fully vaxxed. 
Yeah, 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 and I've had it as well. So I had COVID, so I'm even better. So you're an all-around athlete. Yeah. So we are back doing house calls, and we're going to be talking to Rick in a few minutes. And um, But I also want to make sure that people know we have the gold and silver prices at the end of the show and whatever we're going okay, to yeah. Well, let's, let's hit Rick first, and then we'll get to there's a couple of callers. Paul and Michael, stay on the line. We'll get to you shortly. One has uh, Elvis memorabilia, which would be interesting. Good morning, Rick. Good morning, gentlemen. How's it going? Good. Good stuff. Uh, you know what I want to talk about today, Paul? I want to talk about what people should be looking for when they're choosing their real estate agent. Because, you know, you always talk about people needing that second opinion, third opinion, uh, what have you. Uh, and often we find that people tend to use either their local agents, you know, the ones that inundate uh, their mailbox with uh, their flyers. Oh, and the cookie or, guy. Yeah. What's or, 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 yeah, or the call the $100,000 box of cookies. Yeah. And he got bad advice on it in this case. Here's a guy who uh, got someone came by, brought in the cookies, kept them happy, and then he gave him an exclusive listing, which I am so much against. You're right. So much yep. against. That yep. is a person giving you very bad advice. They're just trying to make a lot of money. Exclusive listing means that there are no other real estate agents going to bring their clients to your house. Go, go ahead. Go ahead with what you're saying. No, no. You're making a point. And the, the thing I, I was going to say is that this is what you need to look out for when you're choosing your real estate agent. It shouldn't be your friend. It shouldn't be a family member. It shouldn't be your son-in-law. And I'll tell you why. Because, sure, these people will take huge offense if you don't use them. Because, after all, they've been bringing you cookies, pumpkins. They're part of your family. But the seller is the one who should be taking offense when his cell, when his house sell for less money than it should have. Uh, but nobody talks about that part of it. Uh, you know, Paul, that there are still, uh, you know, because people are moving outwards to out-of-town properties, that there are a lot of agents that are selling homes that are out-of-town that do not belong to the MLS. Therefore, it minimizes the exposure of that property. There are some agents that are still using that uh, exclusive tactic, hoping a vague benefit from it, because the only person that benefits from an exclusive listing is the agent, because they tend yeah. to uh, play both ends of it and make more money on it, leaving you with less people knowing that your house is for sale, less people bidding on your house. Uh, you know what? Uh, it's the worst advice that a person could ever take from a real estate agent. Hey, let's do it exclusively. Uh, so you need to ask these questions. You need to ask, how, what are you going to do to fully expose my property to the most amount of people that you can? And see what they say. See how they answer the question. And then give us a call, Paul. Give us a call so we can come in. We'll be that second opinion, that third opinion. I don't care uh, what number opinion I am, but give me the chance to tell you what we do a little differently. Uh, and we can prove that we consistently get more money than the house down the street. Paul, we do it every time. Uh, you and I have sold a lot of houses in the last few years, and we consistently get more money because we expose the property to more people. More people know it's for sale. Your brother-in-law can't do this. Your son-in-law can't do this. Your best friend can't do this. And especially the local agents that don't even belong to the MLS, well, the only way I know that, that, that house is for sale is the people in that area. That's it. You know, yeah, We're trying so, to bring Toronto money to the Toronto summer, money. Which, you know something, what we need right now, I have a client just call me yesterday you know, on Friday, okay. and we have to get a house. I know this is going to be a, in the impossible dream, but now he's willing to move out of Toronto Okay. Spend $500,000 on a dry basement and a garage and a house that's not a fixer-upper that much. 
He wants, okay. doesn't want it to be real fancy. He just wants to be able to live in it, have mm-hmm. a dry basement, and have a, a garage. He's willing to go to Guelph, Cambridge, um, Ajax, Peterborough. No, he doesn't like Peterborough for some reason. But um, if anyone's got, please call us. If you plan on selling your home, we have uh, this customer and we have other customers as well. But he pleaded we with me yesterday. He says, I've sold my house. Mm-hmm. He says, what do I do now, Paul? He should have said, he should have almost, almost so bought the other one. Mm-hmm. We got a board full of callers here. We keep begging for callers. I'm not begging okay. for callers. Oh, okay. It's not a call-in show anymore. It we're, is a we're, 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 we're offering us some excellent advice here, and uh, this is what we need to do. So, anyway, Paul, uh, anyone that's interested in having, having us come and look at their property, give you a call directly. Uh, I'm always available, and uh, we'll get it done for them. 905. Copy this down, folks. I know you're not moving today, but you're moving soon. You're going to downsize. you got your million-dollar you know ticket. We don't. How do you know I'm moving soon? No, they're moving soon. Not everyone. I'm talking You looked about, at me when you said that. No, I'm but moving. I'm talking about the people who are right, going give to your move. number, whatever. 905-737-4653. We have moved from Richmond Hill to Keelan Finch. Thanks, Rick. We're My pleasure, guys. Have a great day. You too. Thank you. We're going to talk. Okay, we got a bunch of callers here. We don't want to hold okay. them up too long. So we've got Paul from Orton, who has some old radios he wanted to talk about. Where the heck is Orton? Okay, ask Paul. Paul, where is Orton? Paul. Hello. Hey, Paul, are you there? I'm here. Okay, go ahead. I got two radios. One's Marconi. The other one's a. I think it's a New Brunswick. And they're well over 50 years old. Okay. So age is not the big thing. Are you guys interested? Yeah, 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 we are. It depends. But age is not the big thing. You know, the, you know these... Um, well, you need working condition. you got to yeah. see what it looks like. Yeah, because like that, some right? of the radios are worth $50. Like the Art Deco ones people like. Yeah, love. like a Fada. The plastic ones, uh, like a Fada or Emerson's that are... Uh, Bakelite, they can go up to $25,000, $3,000 each. The I table would, radios are usually worth more than the floor models. Yeah. What people are doing with the floor models are making them into wine cabinets. Exactly. So that's kind of weird. But the best thing would be if the, you, I don't know if you got any choice of sending pictures out or contact Paul tomorrow and maybe can make arrangement to come see it. But without seeing it, it's hard to get much more specific. Yeah, it, it works. It's, a, it's a floor model. And uh, it, they belong to my grandfather and my yeah. father. Yeah, no, it's good that it's old, but we're probably not going to be able to get you a specific value until we see it. So yeah. I'd say get a hold of Paul tomorrow. He's given his number a few times, and he'll follow up and get you an exact price on it. You know what's a shame, excuse me for that, is that sometimes the knobs on a radio are worth more yeah. than the radio. It's kind of weird that way. Some people want that. It's some, it happens with spare parts item or something. We right? sold it. We but sold a dresser this week. The knobs, the handles, were worth more than the dress. Thanks so. for the call, Paul. We're going to go to Michael. He's in East York. He's got Elvis memorabilia. Oh, hello. How are you? Great. How you doing? Not too bad. This, I'm a first time caller. I listen to you guys every Sunday. Booah! And I always watch stores. I uh, Canadian stores wars. Good. Thank I've been collecting for a while. Life. Okay. Uh, I have, like, bobbleheads, sports cards, toys in the boxes, usually from around the 70s or 80s. I have three things that I want to ask you about. Uh, sure. I have a, a set of Elvis cards uh, from 1970s. 
from following is a paid program. Your collection of old coins is worth exactly what someone is willing to pay for it. The highest paid prices for old silver coins and gold jewelry are at Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins. So the only number you should have in your head is this one. 905-737-GOLD. Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins buys and sells. So what does a bar of bullion go for these days? Wrong question. What's it going for right now? For up-to-the-minute prices, call 905-737-GOLD. Watching Sam at work, you're reminded of mom's home cooking. Make it from scratch, never from a box. Mom would always say that. Having cabinets built by new generation is a lot like that. Because when you love what you do as much as Sam does, and you're as good at it as Sam is, would you serve your family prefab? New Generation Kitchens and Bathrooms of Guelph. Made with love. From scratch. Call 519-836-8300 and meet Sam at his family-run factory. Good morning. Live from the laundry room, I'm Paul Kenny from Store Towards Canada, from Consignment Heroes, and from Toronto Gold Silver. 
So I'm from three places. Glenn is here from Glory yeah, Days. I'm from Glory Days Tickets, Glory Days Collectibles, Glory Days Sports, Glory Days Appraisals. Four items. Glen Pie, 26 Ripley Avenue. And uh, my phone number is 416-580-9256. Or just Google us. GloryDaysCollectibles.com. You'll see uh, 10,000 items up there. We have 11,000 items on eBay. Glory Days Collectibles. You know, when I was looking for a friend. You don't have, have any friends. I should You've have done a very bad job. Yeah, I know. I should have cast the, the net a little further with this one. Oh, but, you want me to leave? No, not yet. Okay. At the end of the show, though. Okay. On um, <laughs> what we have with You sports, want to talk about Kobe for a second? I want to talk Go about ahead. Kobe, yeah. Go ahead. Kobe, like Glenn's point out, is that Kobe's autograph was 700 and now it goes for four. Well, it wasn't even 700 on jersey. His autograph yeah. was like two, 300 Now yeah. it's over 1000 But a Kobe jersey's four, 5000 yeah, especially if they're upper deck um, done, because a lot of his stuff went through upper deck, upper deck authenticated UDA. You'll see this because you, you got to be careful. Kobe, especially since he passed, eighty percent of the stuff out there is not real. Well, they're not going to off like stuff, crazy. Yeah, stuff since he passed are not real for sure. Okay. No, but they act like it's signed when he was alive. Okay. But, now, when we're oh, talking about getting stuff, Salman just called. And this is what we do. We can help it authenticated. Right. And not all cards or autographs are should be sent in. And we will tell you, because we know, no sense spending $75. Not, and they charge based on value now. Yeah. So the charges can be $1,000. Yeah. And even if someone says, oh, this looks mint. But if you only go get an eight and it costs you right. $200 to get it graded and it only ends up being a $200 card, our advice there is usually not to send it in. And how about our cards? We're in last December. We still won't have them. A year ago, December. Yeah. We haven't received those. We haven't yet. received them back. Yeah. So only about that's another thing. If you're looking at quick turnaround, do not grade. We might be able to find another way to do it for you, but you're better to sell them. Paul's very good at coming up with accurate grades. You're always yeah. within one at the most, usually yeah. within a half. Yeah. No, no. So we just say this. Can we go to one quick call before uh, we talk about cheeseburgers? Okay, I would like yeah. to go quickly because she's been holding very patiently. Francis from Burlington, who has eighteen hundred silver dollars. Are you there, Francis? Yes. Now these are American silver dollars, right? Yes, they are. Okay. Now with these American silver dollars, um, I'm going to do a couple of things on coins. Number one is in Canadian coins, ten dimes is the same silver as one dollar. In the American system. Ten dimes are not the same as the silver dollars. It's actually got more silver in it than uh, four quarters or two halves. Now, when you get back to the 1800s, not all always age. What we have to do here, you know, depends on condition, and they made a lot of them. But well, if I see some sell for thirty dollars, and then yeah. I'm on Pond Stars, and there's another one worth two hundred thousand based on the mint mark or something. The mint mark. What we had, we had mints in, Phil- in the United States had mints in Philadelphia. San Francisco and Denver, and a little place called Carson City. Right. Which Carson City, it was close to the silver, and they did have limited amounts. So there wasn't many made in the first place. Okay? So this is a very important thing when we do this. Now, 90% of the dollars are just worth the silver. People have them in their chains. If you went into a bank in, say, 1960, you might have got that dollar out because you just say, I want $200 in silver dollars. They gave them to you. If you were in Vegas then, the slot machines played out in silver dollars. They're not so much, um, they are common. They were common, 
Now they're rare, and but the people who are collecting want them in good shape. Like you see some of those shows on the radio, I mean on TV, that guy in the States, he's selling silver dollars. Those ones are perfect. They've never been handled. They were probably not even in bags, okay? But people are buying them by condition. So that's why you really have Will to... Will you let the it. caller talk now? She's, everyone's aged. I mean, you're older listening to you. Well, are you still there, Francis? <laughs> Maybe not. Okay. You bored the people too much, they hang up on them. No, but today I was going to... It's a perfect... What's that when it's called feed-in? I was going to talk about 1921. 19, but really, what she should do is have them check just to make sure she doesn't have a, a one of the yeah. huge price okay. ones. Hello, yeah. I've got and the rest are... Could yeah. go thirty to fifty or maybe more, right? Yeah, but in Canada, a guy came in one day with a whole pile of Canadian silver dollars. Inside was nineteen forty-eight. Oh, you're supposed to get me one. I want to get one of those. Yeah, but because they're rare, that's why I haven't got one yet. And you're cheap. Yeah. That's the other reason. So, yeah, no invention or what? Nineteen twenty-one, hundred years ago. Nineteen twenty-one, five. No, that's one hundred one years ago. One hundred one years. Okay. So they're not worth it. Nineteen twenty-one half dollars. Are worth between fifty and two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Canadian one. I don't need one of those. And but you get them in your change. And when do you get a half dollar in change? Nobody ever gets a half dollar in change. People collect it. What I'm trying to come up with, I know we have to go to cheese Monday, but what I want to say is some people collected forty years ago and they bought something that they thought they think now was only worth they bought for two hundred dollars. They don't know it's worth fourteen thousand today. Have you been locked in a closet all week? You've talked Continuously, no, but it's a talk show. Oh, okay, okay, and a call-in show. Okay, you can do whatever you Well, doing. I'll do a little bit of cheese. You do a little bit of cheese. We'll share the cheese boutique. Okay, that's our neighbors. Of course, I'm at 26 Ripley. Paul hates me saying that. Just down the road from 45 Ripley, where the cheese boutique is. And every person that comes in our shop, I say, go down there and just try it. Pick a couple of things. And everyone comes back and says, that place is unbelievable. Now, the local Toronto people, particularly Toronto West, they know the Cheese Boutique. And that's how I give my address. I go, I'm across the street from Cheese Boutique. It's like saying you're next to the beer store or something, right? But people in West Toronto know, but the rest of the people don't. It's worth the trip. And they ship yeah. all over, as you said. Um, you can check their you website. Can check on that. They said... Oh, are they not doing it at, now? No, I don't know. Call down to the phone okay. number. The phone number is 416 Seven six two six two nine two. Also on their site, cheeseboutique.com. You can probably check. They'll have some information there. And, of course, their TV show is going to start airing again once again? all the episodes are in the can. Okay. Another season. I'm sure they're still showing the first season. Well, that's all the nice right. stuff about Cheese Boutique. What happens if the Leafs get in? Are they giving away that 1,000 pounds of whatever it was? Provolone. Provolone. I want a piece of that. I'm going to put it in my display cabinet. That so they got to win. Cheese. No, no, you got. You have to keep it in the fridge. You can't keep it out. No, no. But the cheese boutique has that kind of stuff. They have a sign. If you need any, anyone else who needs a thousand pounds of provolone, they got it. They might have They're it. They can't while. sell it. The Leafs that own it. Oh, I the, Leafs the Leafs own bought it. it. No, they only bought it. They won. Oh, it's a conditional. I don't know. Boy, just think people have been holding on to stuff, waiting for the Leafs to win. But people they, have been born and died, and the Leafs still haven't won. I don't, I don't even go there. I'm trying to keep a happy show today. Okay. So, and but that leads into if you had suppose you had a sweater from 1967, one Please. of the actual players. Okay. What would it be worth? Um. Uh, well, let's say just a scrub player, for example, like uh, Dave Keon. No. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> well, there's sort of the modern guys, and then there's a couple of guys. Uh, 
Mark Marinson or something played for the team. Yeah. But even his would be worth probably 15000 because it is a 67. And Armstrong? Armstrong, uh, who's sort of almost at the top. Keon, obviously, would be right at the top. I call him Zotka, both Keon. Bauer. Those are the elites of the elites. Those are up in the 100000 plus. Armstrong's probably 80, Horton. somewhere in there. Horton would be right at the top. So they're very expensive items. They're hard to find. And, of course, you can identify year by changes in uh, either the supplier, how they did the uh, bars on the sleeves, or the stitching and how the logo is. The logo changed in 68 to a different style logo, which they only kept for a few years. But this is the place we would pay. Yeah, we could pay a lot of money for those. No, I want to make sure people know that they have something that's upstairs. Don't cut the... Well, the one thing I want to talk about, like, we, we could take on a few whales now. There's people that have massive collections. Whales collect? Yes. Okay. And we have the ability to take that on, and especially if Paul and I partner up on it, we can take a huge collection. I'm more knowledgeable about the memorabilia. If it's something like furniture or household effects or some of the other things Paul talks about, I'm of no use. But if it is a collectibles, we have the great avenues to sell ourselves. We can take consignment off people. We can pay them cash up front. We can take massive collections on. So if somebody has something really big, don't think that we're, you know, it's, we can't take on a million-dollar collection. We can also give you advice what option to use, what type of percentages you might have to pay. We can negotiate better rates for the yeah. people. We can give visibility to that item globally that people, you know, a lot of things in Toronto, it's like you say, sell to the world. It's nice here and people pay, but there's somebody in you know, Europe, that will pay way more for it because it has more interest in that area. So those big-type collections, whether it be that, like the jerseys Paul's talking about, rare autographs, sports cards, anything, rock and roll. We get a lot of rock and roll equipment in, things like that, like drumsticks and uh, all kinds of things. No, but also we have to talk to people. See, people say um, right away, oh, I'm just going to put it into auction. What auction is yeah, that? Yeah, that's not that simple. No, but sometimes by the time you're done, I tell people not the sports stuff. But with gold and silver, you'd have to be an out and out fool to put into auction. You really would because yeah. the only well, you part, buy there because it's I going below it, melt. It's going below melt. And the percentages plus, by the time you take off the 20 points on top, you can't get. Right. They're charging you 20 points. That's 40 points off the top. And sometimes they're much better to sell it directly to us, right. okay, because we're hooked in with those uh, right. people who want to buy it. Yeah. And the collection. When auction houses come into my place, often I'll hide certain things because I know they'll want it, but they're not the right auction they're for not that. The right, yeah. so, and that's a big, big thing. Like there's certain auction houses where New York City-related stuff, which a lot of collectibles are New York City-related. Yeah. That's a perfect auction for it. Baseball, perfect auction. Hockey, perfect auction. Rock and roll, perfect auction. Additionally, of course, we have the eBay coverage. We have our own sites. We have our own dedicated customers. So we have many, many channels you can sell through to get you the top dollar. And this way, we can take a piece of it, and you're still ahead of the game what you would have got. Remember that guy? I think it was one of our one of our clients. He had a hockey stick, and we offered him, I think, eight or 9000 for it. He put into auction, got sixteen hundred because there were there were two people. Well, how about the um, fifty-two mantle we made an offer on, and probably what we offered then, because we offer based on the market today, and markets go up and down. It's probably we couldn't sell it for what we offered that person. So there's something where they go, no, I think I can do better. Well, I don't know unless she sold it that week. No, no. she's not doing better. 
and you have to get it graded. That's the card that has to be graded. Right. And being authentic. Like I said, even with ourselves, if people bring stuff in, we know if it's real or not, and we can save you money. It would cost you $3,000 to authenticate and grade a mail, and we can tell you right away, no, it's not real. And guess what that does? It saves you. Yeah, because you pay regardless. Thousand dollars. Do they charge you the full price? Even? Oh yeah. No, no. Oh, no. I thought they gave a discount if they end up declaring it bad or something. <laughs> no, no. These are greedy. I'm not gonna say greedy. Well, but they, they are, are well greedy. greedy. So we and all... they're and they're not infallible. There's sometimes you can have a problem. There's a three million dollar problem with PSA out there right now. Obviously, that's oh, that's the cards, right? So yeah, no, no, that things happen. So we know how to basically negotiate your way through the process so you get the most money. Okay. So now we do have some more, I think we have some rest, more words from our sponsors. That's hard for you to say. But because go ahead. We'll go to break, and Paul will be right back. Give the numbers. Talking continuously. No, give the numbers. You're doing your fair share, too. Give I hardly home. said a word. People don't even know I'm here. I'm at Glory <laughs> Days just down the street from Cheese Boutique. Our numbers are 416-360-0740. And out of town, one eight six six seven four zero four seven four zero. We'll be right back. A consignment hero is there when you need him. A phone call away from helping sell a home or the collections inside it. Looking to downsize or sell your home? You need a hero. Not one who can fly or drives a fast car. You need Paul Kenny of Consignment Heroes. Expert advice is Paul's superpower. From organizing and cleaning to prioritizing and selling, have no fear. Paul is here from beginning to end. Call your consignment hero at 647-298-8989. Estates have a sentimental value and a real value. Which one do you think sells? An estate appraisal by Toronto Gold, Silver and Coins is valued for the honesty and experience of Paul and Bogart, who always arrive with three options. They'll buy it from you, sell it for you, or tell you what the estate is worth. And their live online auction, held every month, is a great way to sell on consignment. Need an estate appraised? There's really only one choice. Call 905-737-GOLD. Okay, live from the laundry room, we're back. I'm Paul Kenny from Consignment Heroes. Glad by from Glory Days, just down the street from Chief Boutique. I was going to let you say I've that. I've got jewelry cases in there. It looks spectacular. It just people should come in and just get the visual effect. Oh, we have our jewelry. I'm, I'm going to say. You're going to make it all about you, aren't you? Yeah, I am. Okay. All right, our new store is at 5. Copy this down because a lot of people... No, you've been there for three months. I know, but people don't know we're there because someone might have gone away to Florida and come back. Okay. So we're at 5 St. Regis Crescent North. You can call us at 905-737-4653. When you've done that... Do I get my number, too? No. Okay. On us, and we have, we're opening now. We have our jewelry open. We got started to put it out last night. We have lots of furniture. We have the largest selection of silver plate. Are the cars for sale? No. They're not, you're just storing them. But you can see a beautiful bricklet. Will you let people have a look at it? No, because only bad things can happen right now. In the first 10 minutes, you own something, you take out what happened last yeah. few years. That's a, see, that's I learned something. You've known that from before. So we're at five. Our store is open, 13,000 square feet. You have to call before you bring stuff in. Um, we take, we're still doing the gold and silver. 
We're buying the silver plate, and there are five minutes. We're going to give you the gold and silver prices. But we're looking, and like I said, it's, it's an, we have a different way of selling stuff. We can either sell it for you, you can put it in on consignment, or we can auction it off for you. We give you different choices. You go to an auctioneer, guess what? He's got one choice. And if you're downsizing your house, we can get it done in two days, two to three days. We can have your house on the market in 10 days. Uh, it's a daunting thing. And if you have a large collection, don't leave it for your kids to figure it out. That's why you blend. And even if you're not going to sell it to us, we will do the work. We'll charge you for it. But you'll have a realistic value of what it's worth and if you're going to sell it now. And some of you might say the void probate. There's a show on that on, on Zoomer. That you might want to sell it now. If the kids don't want it, all they're waiting for is you to say, you can have this, please use the money. Because you're handing it down to them. They're the not going to collect. The question to ask the kids is, because a lot of kids will just say, yeah, I want it, I want But ask them and say, look, I've got this. It's a great piece. It's of some value. Is this something you'd like to keep? Or do you want us to sell it? We'll just split up the money. And many times they'll say, look, I'm, I've got a mortgage, whatever. Yeah. I've bought a house. I'd rather have some cash to help me out. And you often, because your kids are working and perhaps you're not, if you're retired, you've got a little more time to work with us. These people are so busy. they got kids. they got jobs, whatever. They don't have time. So it would almost be better for you to quarterback it with us to get the maximum value. And then you share it. You give some to your church. You give to your kids, whatever. But it's easy to split up money. I remember asking John Bellavoe about his Stanley Cup rings, yeah. and he sold them all, except I think he had four kids. He kept one for each kid. And he goes, I don't want them fighting over it. The cash, they all split the cash. That's easy. But they each got one ring. Now, some people, like I'm dealing the state of a hockey player right now, he's got one Stanley Cup ring with four kids. That's a little bit of an issue. And we haven't got past that yet. You can kill three of the kids. That's me. What am I, a hitman? <laughs> no, no, that's not a good solution. Sorry I said that. Yeah, I took offense. So, no, it wasn't you. You said that to me. I know I shouldn't have. So, but the idea is, Take care of some of these problems ahead of time. Or at least give them the information that they can use, and that's why you need us. Now, we're not going to give it for free. But in some cases, if it's 15 minutes, I don't care. But if I'm value, we have a client coming in, he's got a half a million dollars worth of stuff, he wants to have the value, we have to give him the value so he knows, or his kids, or someone down the line knows what to do with it. And, and I know... You can charge for appraisal, so can we, we quote appraisal. But I often say, if they sell it to us, well, I'll waive yeah. it. Yeah. So that, because then we've got the option, at least we're getting our appraisal money through the margin on whatever we sell it for. Well, and our margins on high-end items aren't that big. Well, I, I know you on gold and silver, you have very thin margins. Yeah. Whereas some of these other places, 100, 200%. So it's not that expensive. Where it becomes more expensive using us is if you have a $1,005 items. Because yeah. it costs a lot to sell those, especially if they're not all the same and have to be sold individually. Yeah. And, or if it's something that's not in favor right now, like Royal Dalton, you talk about, and the time it takes for those, right? So it's definitely uh, – so one thing I wanted to talk about that's a new phenomenon, if people do have high-value items – I know I called them whales earlier. Maybe they don't want to be called whales. but No one wants to be called a whale. Okay. Well, you better they than call saying, whale. you tell me I, hit, I kill people or something. No, we don't be called – they call them whales when they're not listening. You don't call them the whale, right? So okay. to non-whales out there, if you have a major piece, this is something's just new to the hobby. It's never happened before. They're selling partial ownership in items. 
and we can quarterback this for you where maybe you want to sell off half of one item if you've got it has to be something over five thousand dollars we're not going to mess around with things less preferably a lot bigger than that yeah hundred thousand the things that i've sold seen that have sold in that are all like half a million and up which there's many things worth that but they're doing it for an investment yes they're letting people invest to have a piece of the action on memorabilia because memorabilia is now considered like fine art is like cars are yeah real estate whatever it's mark cuban he's recently invested in this area where they're saying you know what you should have just like you should have different currencies you have different stocks it's always good to have some gold in your investment if you have a big portfolio and then have some memorabilia because if that market takes off you're getting a bit of the action there too and if you have an item you're selling you could still own an interest in or maybe you don't want to own the whole item, but you want to own a piece. You could buy into it as well. So these just started happening yep. last month. The first ones, I think it's a way of the future for a lot of things where people want to have an investment in these items, but maybe don't want to spend the million dollars to buy the whole piece. Yeah, like I I had a Superman number one comic book. That's I, a great piece you could do this with. I, <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, I sold it for $4,000. Now it's worth a million. I've been following this one book around. Where is it? It's in Texas. Oh, it is? Yeah. You still know the real book? Is it of one of a few only that would be of that value? Yeah, because of the condition. The condition. So and it was, how many of those are known even of those? Oh, I don't know. Actually, one, I'd have to ask, you asked me a question Okay, say, say really nice ones. Is there like 10 known or ten. 10? And the last one sold, I've seen them sell for two, three million sometimes, yeah. right? And the thing is. Which yours, yours wasn't graded back then. You no, and I sold it in 1978. It's not a good decision at that time. And in the, you should have bought Microsoft stock then with the money. With the money, no. I, I lived. I paid my rent. On, um, But people can do this now, and we can facilitate this. We are experts. Pink Glenn and I, I'd say we know more about sports memorabilia, collecting, comic books, ephemera, rock and roll, which Glenn talks about, than probably anyone in the country yeah i mean anybody I, I had one gentleman he's in the states and uh i bought five beatles tickets off him he, he's up on ebay but i said i'll pay the price and yeah. so we uh we took off ebay did it privately and so and bought five tickets off him. Beatles stuff continues to be very big i was pricing some figurines this morning you know the old bobbleheads and things yeah. like that anything beatles again it's condition like everything else if you have top condition but basically, for most rock bands to be worth the good money, like the bigger money, it's got to be from when the band was around. So for yeah. the Beatles, you're looking at 70 and prior. Yeah. Immediately, once they're not uh, together as a group, stuff's still collectible in the 70s, but not nearly as much. And then, of course, they, can't make, they make Beatles stuff today, the 80s, 90s, 2000s. It continues on. But the older, the better. The better condition is even more important. I like, yeah. And even the tours are, are and people are buying this to recapture their childhood. Right. They went to that concert, or they, you know, wish Be- they went. Particularly Beatles, that's going to be famous forever. Yeah. Like it changed the world essentially, right? And they're going to look at certain things like that: Marilyn Monroe, Elvis, John F. Kennedy. I mean, there's certain iconic. Yeah. Resty's one of those people that sort of changed Bobby Orr. Bobby Orr changed the defense position forever, right? So these people, like a Pele. You know, who knows? Maybe Ronaldo and Messi now. We have a Messi game used jersey, by the way. Anyways, uh, all those type of iconic people. Tom Brady's obviously one that, you know, that's transcends. Not that old. That's 2002. 
For two thousand, it's, it's somewhere it's around recently. There, yeah. yeah, exactly. But we're trying to say stuff is in your basement that you don't think. This is where things in your house, in your basement, are worth more than your house, or at least worth more than a refrigerator, as we call it. The things that are there, and that's why you need us to help you. If you're going to declutter, a lot of people throw stuff out. I, and it's not just the people that are selling their houses. I did this with um, a big corporation. They Some new designer came well, you in. you did some of the charity, too, right? You oh, took yeah. them out of all their stuff because charities often have extra items. They're not professionals at selling. They're professionals at helping people. So yeah. they have these items. They need cash. They need cash yeah. to help people. They don't need a, a jersey, a signed jersey. They need the money it represents so they can do their job. Well, that's what we say about even with the people having churches or right. St. Vincent de Paul. Before they put their... Uh, or if you give them cash instead of an item, you've cut four steps out for them. they got the money ready to go. No, no. Actually, it's all, I forgot all about this. This week, I don't know what time, how much time ago. I went into one of these Valley Village St. Vincent de Paul, and for $24, $520 worth of metal, okay? This would so, be plate. Plate. Silver plate and, and so pewter. Sterling? Oh, and pewter. No, no. And, well, I guess, sir, they, they had a price because it's like, I thought they had nine of something, and I said, is that for each? No, that was, the price was for all nine. Okay. And I'm saying, well, that's a $300 gift. Someone donated it. Right. And the money, and it could have been me, it could have been someone else. If someone else had bought it, they would have come into my place, and I'd give them $300. I just happened to be there because I knew I keep on ranting about this every weekend. I says, don't be good. Valley Village, don't give them stuff. And some of these charities, I believe the Salvation Army does really good work. For sure. But it'd be better to give them the $500 than the $500 thing that sells for $10. And they get the 500. I know jerseys. I don't know how many jersey collectors out there. Because old jerseys, when we're talking 60s and prior, there weren't many identifiers on there. I've had guys find CFL jerseys, 40s, 50s, Green Bay Packers, 1960s jerseys, sold them for 20000 paid twenty at uh, Value Village. and uh, I don't want to say that. So, okay. okay. Well, whatever. No, but we should be. Yep. These people have them in their closets. My favorite room, the basement, the attic. Clothing is something that's worth checking out because yeah. some of them can be worth insane amount of money, just like your jewelry and things like that or, yeah. or fashion items like purses. One, one thing I just want to say quickly, we lost Joyce earlier, and I know you're going to be wrapping up okay. here in a few minutes, but she should call Paul this week. She's got some sterling silver. Yeah. So, Joyce, you want to call Paul? What's your number, Paul? 647-298-8989. She can send me a picture. And he's the best at uh, yeah. sterling silver and all that stuff. He and we'll be giving the prices on that. But I want people to realize, I mean, we have this show. We want you to be smarter. We really do. And we want you to help you. And we don't want you to get ripped off. These are the things that we work on all the time. We try, we're allowed to make money. Yeah, but we don't have to retire. Most people don't have a problem with that. They realize. They come and see. We, we have a building. We're paying rent. we got yeah. staff and whatever. But it's the expertise we bring. I've never had somebody say, well, they regret because we didn't add value. Like, we, we helped them get a better value, yeah. or we bought it off them at a higher price. And people are usually quite shocked on what our margins are and that they can be lower, but mainly on high-end items. If somebody comes in with a box of $2 items, we okay. got to make, like, 300% just to cover our nut because yeah. it's the, the cost, like, for us to sell an item on eBay – between fees and everything, I think your cost a little lower, but ours is probably ten to twelve dollars. Yeah. So if we sell a twelve dollar item, we really just paid that, didn't even pay for the item. 
but if we sell a $50 item, it's still $12. Well, our point is, is that you don't want 20 grand worth of stuff standing in the way of selling your million and a half dollar house. But on the other hand, you don't want $30 yeah. for your 20 grand worth of no, stuff. Exactly. And we say this on an ongoing basis. Plus, we can declutter and we're a complete service. Like, well, you're unique me. in that regard. I mean, there are declutterers, people that work with real estate agents once a listing's done, but you're like, not, not suit the nuts. We're trying to get the most money. And, and like I say, I, what was I calling the downsizer deceivers? Who, you got to be one or the other. You're either buying the stuff and declare it that way, or you're helping them gain the most money for it. You cannot be both. You really can't. Like, Those downsizers, I mean, they're not bad at a few things you deal in. I know you don't, they're not as good as you, but like furniture, when it comes to memorabilia, they're out to lunch. Yeah. They have no, no idea. I, no idea. They usually call us, in fact, right? I'm trying to think. Okay. Oh, now we got to do gold and silver, but I want people to know that we are a complete deal. If someone needs to, they've decided, and it's, it's, I know it's a toughie. We take the stress out of downsizing and moving. We'll do everything. We do everything to moving your stuff at the end of the show, at the end of the um, sale, where you, your house is swept clean. We'll even move your stuff to where you're going. We don't care. We'll do the whole thing. But gold and silver. Now, i got to give you these prices. On um, gold right now is twenty two ninety nine Canadian money. It's up around this week. A little bit. Yeah. So what you're getting paid for 10, gra- 10, gra- 10 carats. And you can, it's not legal, but go get one of those little scales. And it's not legal. No, 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 no. But I'm saying You're not telling people to do illegal things now? No, I'm not telling I'm just saying that with their, the rate they'll get from us is higher because they don't just tell them approximately grams they got. If they got 53 grams, you're saying they it's not totally specific. It's not, okay, that's another way of saying what I just said. No, you said it's illegal. Go ahead. So, in gold... Ten karat gold. No, you go to your home depot to get home hardware to get one of these little scales. It costs you about ten bucks. It's twenty five eighty eight per gram. Ten karat gold, and I'm not saying that's what it's worth. That's what we're paying you. So, if you have a hundred grams, I'm going to give you twenty five hundred eighty eight dollars. Fourteen karat gold. Copy this down. Thirty six twenty three. If you go into a place and they can't give you the price they're paying. They're either really stupid or trying to con you. Eighteen karat gold is forty six fifty eight. Give you an idea. A um, souvenir um, chain uh, bracelet is probably worth about hundred grand, about forty six hundred dollars. How about a necklace? Necklace can be the same. It's what it weighs is what it weighs. There is no collection. The styles of nineteen seventy are not never coming back. Let, what? They're not. So I got to throw out all that my neighbor jacket? Yes. What? I got I kept the, I the one in each color. I thought neighbor would be in very soon. Yeah, right. Next up. About 1921, 2021. Yeah, how about the 70s rock concert t shirts? Oh, that's styled back in. They'll wear them. They're just going to frame them up on the wall. Young girls wear them. Really? All kinds of women. Girls are in dad's closet pulling out all the stuff. We still got time. Don't worry. I got silver. Calm down. Silver right now is 2861. Took a little bit. That's Canadian money. Your silver dollars are worth $15. Your. Silver by the gram. 67 and prior. 67 prior. Okay. Silver dollars and half dollars. 66 and prior is the same thing. Four quarters equals 
A dollar. Yeah, how about a hundred pennies? Um, don't put it in your pocket. Okay. On um, I told you the story about the penny, where the guy, when the banks get your penny, they have to save them in the vault. Like someone's going to rob them of five tons of pennies. Okay. Um, now you've got sixty-nine cents per gram for sterling silver. So if you've got a tea set, it's going to be worth six, seven hundred dollars. And there are people going around saying, "Oh, I think that's silver plate." We'll tell you the difference. We buy silver plate too, but we are never going to buy your silver plate uh, sterling for silver plate prices. Now, and which happens a lot. Eight hundred happens a lot. I know one lady. And she makes a thing well, about so it. So many people come to me, I say, I don't know if it's sterling, even though you've tried to educate people, but sometimes they're not even marked the right way sometimes. No, they're all marked the right way, but we can test them. Yeah, but sometimes it might be blocked. It's in an area where you can't see oh, yeah. it or whatever. So yeah, no. Oh, they, they have faux marks, what are called. They were trying to faux hallmarks, F-A-U-X. They were trying to see people. The three goggles. Yeah. So, and 800 silver is not as bad as you think. It's still silver. European, you got this 800, oh, nobody wants it. We'll pay you 58 cents, 59 cents a gram for 800 silver. That even when I was up next to my neighbor up there, he didn't even know what it was. But we also buy silver plates. That's the stuff you got as a wedding present in 1960. Everyone, we went to Ashley's, they paid a lot of money, and you had to shine it every time uh, Aunt Gertrude came over, so she knew that you had a respected place. As soon as Aunt Gertrude went away, you ended up putting it back in the closet and cleaning it up, waiting for it to come back to clean it up again. The kids don't want it. This is, there's a couple of things I say all the time. Get a second opinion. That means you have to get more than one. The kids don't want your stuff. They do want to sell it. Don't leave this stuff with them. You can't. I mean, that's where you have to talk to Glenn or I ahead of while well, you're still losing, while well, you still want stuff. Because if you leave it for them, sometimes your house is worth $2 million. Remember the guy who threw out the Bogart suit? Your house is worth a $1 million, and they're going to say, get rid of all this stuff. We don't care about it. And you know it's worth money. I know it's worth money. Glenn knows it's worth money. But you're nice and you're... You know, he actually donated that Bogart suit to one of those places yeah, you I talked know. about. Somebody yeah. bought it for $5. And probably wearing it, not knowing. He was about 40 We have one minute left, Paul. We have one minute. Okay. I want you to be, um, what do I want? I want happiness. I want happiness. I want to thank you for letting us into your home. Hopefully this blip in history is done. We're open. 905-737-4653. Make an appointment if you want to give us stuff. If you want to come up and buy stuff, just show up. (laughs) That would be the best way to say it. Come on up. We're at 5 St. Regis Crescent North. That's near the Keel and Finch area. If you're coming over from the 400, you got cost and steals. Do not go across on Finch. That's just some of the advice I'm because yeah, you'll never go. By the time your stuff, by the time you get to my store, your stuff will be antique. Yeah. What do you guys say? I know you got to say something about you. Well, we're just down the street from Cheese Boutique. We're just a modest little operation there. But we'd love to help people. That's what we're all about. We're in the helping business. So I want everyone to have a good week. Buy local. Stay well, safe. Stay safe. Buy local. Buy from your neighbor. All right. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.